Yeah, they're good. They're like 20 bucks. Did we even check or anything? Check, check. I have all the levels exactly the same. Give us some checks. Hello, hello, hello. Yeah, that's right. That's right. That's right on the money. From the depot, back at it again. Um, We're going to start off the show by thanking Mr. Joe Flanagan. Yeah, thanks. For delivering us with a beautiful box of cigars that I've now chiefed down one. And it wasn't bad. Even though it's old, it wasn't bad. No, yeah, I, I was surprised. I'm doing my dry January deal, so I don't get to try one yet, but I'm excited to. And NASCAR fans are cool. Damn right. They're very cool. Now, hold on. Uh, what is dry January? I know what no, not November is. <laughs> <laughs> I, no, I never got through it. <laughs> you but, never got through it? It's the same concept, way easier. You can't drink for the month. You just can't drink any uh, alcohol. Why? Just for fun. It's like it's it's not. It's obviously it's, it's a not, challenge. Yeah. Just challenge yourself. It's like the no, yeah. not vote November. Not many people can do it, but if you can, you're kind of more. Yeah. You're elevated a little bit, I think. So dry January. Yeah. So no drinking, no anything. No. No. The only thing I'm letting myself do this year is caffeine. And I got to be oh, careful. You risky boy. Yeah. Right. Right. <laughs> Don't go overboard. Yeah. I know. I know. That caffeine will kill you. Yeah. I know. I'm not doing it because I don't need to do it. Yeah. yeah. I no. I mean, dry January. I, I'm not doing it. But I haven't drank this month. Yeah, because he's just trying to piss <laughs> but, us off. Because he's yeah. got the best self control. So he's just like flaunting so he, his self control. Like he already I, knows he's got you. I could if I want to, but I'm just not. <laughs> so irritating. Yeah, I'm not gonna do. Yeah. No, not January. <laughs> <laughs> All right, no, so we got dry January. Yeah, we got Stephen on the show today. Welcome to the podcast. Welcome to the podcast. Uh, awesome to be here. Let me hit you with some news real fast. Out of uh, this past week, it's a little bit of old news, but Claudia Gay has resigned from her presidential position at Harvard. Excellent. And that's a win for America, and that's a win for us as a whole. Yeah, that is. Amen. Do you know about Dr. Gay? <laughs> about who gay? Dr. Gay. <laughs> oh, was that the bug-eyed lady? Bug-eyed lady, yeah, president of Harvard. That's like Free a, Gaza? That's like, yeah, a, yeah the anti-Semitic uh, Hamas uh, sympathizer. Bald-headed lady. Bald-headed lady, and she resigned in her letter yeah. of, uh, I guess, resignment. Would that be the word? I don't think that's the word. Letter of resignation. Resignation. She said she blames her resignation on the racists and not her anti-Semitic beliefs and also not her uh, plagiarism yeah. <laughs> of her doctorate. Yeah. She had to dig real deep to pull out that card, right? Uh, yeah, yeah, it wasn't, it wasn't deep at all. Nope. Actually, right on the top. Dealing from the top. Surface level, right top. totally surface level, just freaking right in our faces, but we don't care because she's gone. Yeah. She says, amidst all of this, it has been distressing to have doubt cast on my commitments to confronting hate and to upholding scholarly rigor, two bedrock values that are fundamental to who I am, writes Gay. <laughs> I can't believe her name is Gay. Are you sure she wrote it? <laughs> yeah, 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 she took it from someone else's. That, that sounds like that's, a, a good <laughs> that's, that's AI influence. It and, is. Yeah. Even that. She uh, just doubles down <laughs> on the plagiarism. <laughs> Even that senator, the John Fetterman senator guy. You know, I like, used to really, he used like, to be disgusting to me. Because he's the hoodie? I, I mean, I don't like his politics, but I'm, he's starting to make sense. Yeah, well, he was like, I mean, he, he really was like, is. this is kind of a win for Harvard. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, really? Yeah. 
Yeah. Because uh, I remember last election cycle, he had a little stroke out in yeah, his well, hoodie. Yeah, he's short circuit in like, you know. They got him in there somehow, yeah, and they got him in magic. there. <laughs> they magic, <laughs> yeah. magic the gathering, yeah, put him right in. He can't make the math math on it, but <laughs> I digress. <laughs> he made it work. Yeah, he made it work. Calculus. That's uh, <laughs> <laughs> what happens when you start throwing Z's and Y's and to the X. And, also, you know. in a recent political news, Florida has called Joe Biden their Democratic uh, nominee without any votes being cast. What? Yep. I didn't hear about that. Mm-hmm. Florida has called Joe Biden their Democrat nominee without anyone voting. <laughs> <laughs> How about that? For, that's votes. a win for democracy. Nobody votes. Just make it happen. The living corpse yeah. keeps on living. Yeah. Pull out the boxes at midnight. I swear, one of these times they're going to forget to Photoshop out the strings. Yeah, yeah, they will. <laughs> You're gonna <laughs> see it. You're gonna see it. There it is. Yeah. I, 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 I told you guys. Be, it's gonna be everywhere. You do it on FTD first. We found the strings, everybody. <laughs> I just want to say, <laughs> shadow up there, Magago. He messes up like him eating ice cream. That's what happened when he's trying to ride that bicycle. As the string yeah. snapped. <laughs> that was the string that got was caught in the chain. I, here's the thing, man. He watched that. Modern physics does not allow for that to happen. No. <laughs> There's always a, you know, yeah. the tide's either coming in or going out. <laughs> At all. It, that's just the yeah. right nature. He got caught in limbo. He stops yeah. and just... <laughs> He's, no. Yeah. Uh-uh. He went the wrong direction in the Coriolis effect. <laughs> Coriolis He spun around the wrong way. Oh, that's where, um, that's where the water spins around in the drain. One direction in one hemisphere and the other direction in the other hemisphere. Or maybe the other side. It's something like that. I'll so confirm that's what it. That's called Coriola. The Coriola. Coriolis effect? It's the Coriolis effect, I believe. Holy shit. Did you actually learn did you learn that in school? An effect whereby a mass moving in a rotating system experiences a force, the Coriolis force, acting perpendicular to the direction of the motion and to the axis of rotation. So that's why the water spins different directions depending on where you are on Earth. So what you're telling me is the Earth isn't really flat. <laughs> well, we're trying to get to the bottom to of that. You're telling me that that can't happen. Yeah. We're going, <laughs> yeah. This is a breakthrough. Yeah. <laughs> He's not we solved like, it. <laughs> right? Are you flat earthers? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the pinky. Because all the flat yeah. earthers are Chinese. Yeah. <laughs> Boom, baby. Yeah, this is what this we got. This it's round. Yep. The Coriola. The Coriola. Um, that seems pretty right on, I believe, Tyler, because he did go to school. I did go to school, and they told me about Coriolis on Instagram. <laughs> I, learned, I, I learned about Coriolis on Instagram Reels. The mechanical engineering degree, really. <laughs> did a thumbs up there. Yeah, I learned about beam buckling. In school? In school, yeah. Bean buckling? Beam. Like how you can buckle a beam. Oh. Fly an airplane into a building? Yeah, that's the <laughs> easiest way to buckle a beam. Yeah. 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 Takes what? Equation. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> 23 years yeah. ago, yeah. the beams were yeah. buckled. Yeah. 
Of course, the pancake effect had a little something to do with that. I mean, you know, <laughs> one buckle, yeah. another buckle. The it's beam, turtles all the way down. The buckling so, coefficient is 9 over 11, actually, surprisingly. so. I don't know what that means, <laughs> but... Oh, shit. <laughs> Did you know that the coordinates for the Great Pyramids are the same thing as the speed of light? Yeah, there's some crazy Wait, stuff about the pyramids. Yes, and they're and they face what do they face like true, true north, north? But they didn't have a compass. Yeah, true north yeah. speed of light. Type yeah, there's the weird stuff. Yeah, you, this is this shit's crazy. Now, do, does this tie into anything with the with yeah. the true north aliens? <laughs> Hello, have you heard about the Miami Mall that just happened this week? Uh-uh. That the people were walking around this mall in Miami, and they heard some like crazy screeching going on, and they saw this like, <laughs> this, like alien <laughs> saw this alien creature or something, and they were having like a dance party. It was really a chupacabra. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> hey, we're riding on the back of Bigfoot. It was just a Florida man carrying a three-toed sloth. <laughs> Three-toed sloth uh, on bath salts. Yeah, yeah, that's my that's, yeah. Yeah, it's probably more like it. The speed of light is 299,792,451 meters per second. Yeah. The exact latitude of the Great Pyramid of Giza are 29.979-2458 exact degrees same, north. Exact same thing. Yeah. Oh, man. That's insane. How do you think they were built? Frequencies. Sound. They knew something. Yeah. They had a technology that used frequency. What that was, I don't know. Where they got it from, come on. I mean, I believe in aliens, so yeah. other civilizations. I don't know what that means, but I think it. that's they, how they did it. I, some people say yeah. there was a race of giants. I ain't buying that shit. Right, but what about Mount Rushmore? <laughs> Mount Rushmore? <laughs> yeah, they're just frozen in, yeah. the, in the rocks. <laughs> yeah, it's just them. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah same technology. Yeah. 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 Way frequency. You just chisel a little bit and they're like, thank you. Yeah, they crossed they're out in of there, there like yeah. the Transformer movies. Yeah. But they had some kind of technology <laughs> that's either long lost or... The sounds seem to be the most plausible. I mean, even though we can't like do that with sound right now, it seems to like make the most sense to me. Well, it's like the um, the theory of gravitational waves was just proven or like tested for, and that's all energy oh, right moving out in, in waves. Yeah, yeah. They collect that data or something. Yeah. So basically, like the fundamental force of gravity has to do with frequencies and waves anyway so oh, everything is frequency. it's not far vibration everything yeah it sounds goofy to say sound but then you realize like sound is very much the same thing mm-hmm. as all other types of like wave radi- radiation and stuff well it's just like <clears throat> dogs can hear certain frequencies we can't yeah you know there's things out there you can't hear so it would stand a reason you're not going to be able to see it as well. And there's frequencies you can only feel you can't hear. Exactly. So, hmm. deep dive stuff. Of it. Yeah. That's dark art. I remember Aunt T was showing me a video at the mountains of like the difference between like, I don't know, it was like 432 hertz and like 444 hertz or something like that. And the 400, it was like messing up the DNA in the in the music some about that <laughs> i don't know it was like a 20 minute video 
It was like, if the frequency's off, then your DNA is off, and that's why we're all getting like these diseases and crap. And then if it's if it's right on, it like collects the DNA and it goes back into slot. And that's where you hear like good music or I don't know, something like that. Yeah. That's getting pretty deep. Yeah. <laughs> it's all it's all confusing, but I still use my AirPods even though they work off of radiation. I don't care. Oh hell no. Yeah. If Elon Musk says it's okay. Yeah, that dude. I'm down. Yeah, that dude. I like it. If he told me to jump off a cliff, I would <laughs> just run and leave. Oh yeah. I've been waiting for the message. He yeah, won't he yeah, won't exactly. text me back. Shoot a flare up. I'll do it. <laughs> it's the worst that can happen. He'll tweet about Elon it. Elon Musk yeah. is such a double-edged sword for me because he's such a weird dude, but then he's like, he's like the purveyor of free speech on the internet that I'm always on. And so I go back and forth, and then my, I talk to my dad about him. He's like, he's a crook. He's getting subsidized. <laughs> and, then, and then I'm like, but he's doing like things on the internet that is possibly going to save the internet. Exactly. Maybe. I like, I do kind of like his take on the large language model AI stuff that's going on too. Because, you know, he he was one of the original founders of OpenAI and he was like on the board and it was called OpenAI because it was supposed to be open source and basically, so people had access to this so that it wasn't used against people because it's a super powerful tool. And... (laughs) They kick him off the board and close it up and make it for profit. And he's like, what? It was like one of his friends just like caught him all the way out. So now he's started this new one that'll actually say like non-woke stuff. It's kind of cool. To lizard people. (laughs) Yeah, to the lizard people. The lizards. Yeah. The lizards are here and they're getting things done. They've got to be. They're licking their eyeballs and stuff when you're not looking. They are. Yeah. Zuckerberg? Yeah. You see it he'll he'll blink sideways sometimes yeah, he does. on he's accident. He's got the three different Remember lids. Remember what I was telling you the other night? What about were you these me? this AI shit that I keep getting <laughs> confused on. <laughs> like, what is? Okay, so <laughs> So you're looking at a reel or whatever. It's a a scantily clad lady of the evening. Mm, beautiful broad. Uh-huh. And I'm like, her skin's way too perfect. <laughs> and then no shit. You see her eyes go sideways like a lizard. And I'm like, what? The <laughs> so my son tells me, dude, she's AI. Dad. That's not real. I'm like, what? No. I, I'm like, buddy. It's like, no, that's AI. Yeah, you so got to look like, at her fingers. They can't do yeah, hands. They can't do hands right now. Well, I always... Okay, so <laughs> He's busy looking yeah, at some yeah, other yeah, parts. Like, hold on, hold on. Now that I know what I'm looking for, <laughs> I did notice, like, it'll get all herky-jerky, yeah. and, and they never stop, like, they're tweaking, like, you know, and they, a methamphetamine trip. <laughs> so maybe that's to cover up the flaws in the AI. <laughs> we can to out. get him to get yeah. him to yeah. Yeah. You're all weird. Uh, yeah. What's she doing? What's wrong with yeah. her? Did you say like yeah. every day you were scrolling and like the same girl would get like more busty and more busty? Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm like, how does that happen? Her jugs were yeah. growing by the day. It's a double D one day and A the next. Like, how does she do? <laughs> he just like, got a bump. Or that's something? a new. Yeah, that's a new creation. You know, the old. Ba- <laughs> you guys are too way too young to remember this, but back in. You know, my day and your dad's day, they had these Reebok pumps. 
Oh, the shoes? Yeah, you pumped them up. Do you remember that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. God, how do you remember that? I don't know. Well, now, when they first came out, you know, I grew up in a modest family. I couldn't afford those, so I yeah. had the Spud Webb variety, which was even cooler because he was closer to my height. Say five foot you three. Know? Whatever you <laughs> yeah. well, at the time, you yeah. the super short I one. shot up a little bit later, but, but you know, I, we couldn't afford the Nikes or the Reeboks, so we got the Spud Webbs. Yeah. Were they actually branded Spud Webbs? Yes. Spud Webb. This was back when he was flying high, like playing way above the rim. But if you had Spud <laughs> Webbs. I, I don't know how way above the rim. I don't know if that dude ever got well, way for him, for him, Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, come on. For, I mean, a, for a midget. Yeah, yeah. Shout out to the uh, five foot three way above the rim people. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Those guys are doing it. They're getting yeah. up there. They're flying. How in the hell did it even get on a Reebok pump? We went. How did we even get on a pump? <laughs> um, that's because <laughs> it's the I don't know <laughs> what came before. Reebok we were just pump. talking about it's AI. Cap- it's capitalism. <laughs> it keeps it innovation just, you know, going. Got to keep the money flowing. <laughs> yeah. yep. I remember the Reebok pump. So <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Reebok. <laughs> well, okay. Speaking of things that keep changing and getting worse every day. I get, I've always had ads, ever since ads on mobile devices started, you would get like these animated ads for mobile video games and they keep getting crazier and crazier and crazier to now like I'll just be on a regular YouTube video. I don't even play video games on my phone and it'll be like this zombie girl with her legs all the way open (laughs) and she's got this, she's she's got giant, no, there's a box. In I front of her, yeah, yeah, box. There's a, there's yeah, like there's this a giant box, it, it's a, but it's not this hers. It's a monstrous it's, it's box. Not hers. It's this like clamp thing, and these guys are running, clamping. running towards it, and and she's, it's clamping, and she's puking <laughs> into the box. She's puking into the box. The guys are tiny. They're getting, and they're getting shoved down this little hole, <laughs> and then. This one guy, his number is high enough that he doesn't die when she pukes on him. So he shoves down the hole and then he starts running around. And then it turns into a completely different game. And then there's this troll with these giant knockers and the under the hole. And I, I, I was sitting there watching this like, what is this even an ad for? And it's an ad on YouTube. Like someone paid. It's got to pay. How much does an ad to run an ad on YouTube? And I've seen it multiple oh, so times. So much. So some, much. Some, I don't know what, what does that even mean? Why am I seeing that? Why That's am I watching hilarious that? hilarious that you're getting those types of ads. I'm getting like the same ads, but they're, they're ripping my competitive spirit out of my body. Because <laughs> it'll be like, like you said, there'll be dudes, like POV dude with a gun. Yeah. And then... <laughs> There's a road and there's obstacles coming towards the guy I've with the gun. I've seen those. And he's shooting and the obstacles have numbers on them and you have to shoot the obstacles many times as it says that number. So you have to shoot it like what are 44 times yeah. before it gets to you or you get like run over. And they always like there's these power-ups on the road and they always avoid the good power-ups and don't shoot the thing all the way. <laughs> like they go to like two until it explodes and he just moves over. Yeah. And it makes me want to download the game and like play it better. I saw that <laughs> ad on Twitter right when they added the um, community notes. And the community note said, This ad, there's a community note on an ad. Like, ooh, that's cool. And it said, 
the game is absolutely nothing like this. This is completely false advertising. <laughs> <laughs> right under the ad. It's a giant troll lady with giga knockers yeah. barfing into a box that See, little I men just, are running I just start on that ad. <laughs> yeah. They don't even know. I was, like, yeah. So really, you're not where I'm at yet. Yeah. <laughs> Steven, Obviously. he's saving. Because I'm like, saving the I ads. see the video games. <laughs> <laughs> He's screen recording the ad. I wonder what size her breast will yeah. be tomorrow. <laughs> it won't be what it was today. It sounds like, Dad, that's not a real yeah. girl. That's cartoon. Yeah. He's like, I don't think so, buddy. <laughs> Get one over on me, buddy. Dad, I've seen yeah. real women. I was born at night, but it wasn't the, last night. Look son. at her hands. Look at her hands, yeah. Dad. Yeah. They're like, one's bigger than yeah. the other. She's got three They're fingers all, like, together. <laughs> she oh, can't God. work right. <sighs> Nah, I, the only ads I get are V-Shred. V-Shred? <laughs> I get some V-Shred, once too. You, once you go down that rabbit hole of losing weight, which I did this past year, all of this shit, that's all I get, V-Shred. Yep. Vince, oh, dude, my God. There's no way in hell he's eating a pizza the size of that damn trash can. <laughs> <laughs> Just buckets of ice cream. Come on, dude. He's a perfect. He'll yeah. get you, though. Like when he first started advertising like crazy, I took his freaking quiz. He's got that quiz. He's like, I, I did got too, it. and it just told me I was fat. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to know what kind of fat I, I am. And, and people who don't know V Shred is he's this like fitness guy that has all these ads that are like, people tell you you can't eat junk food and be a jack. Oh shit! see a jack bodybuilder. I got something yeah. to say about that. <laughs> It's called x Black. Yeah, and it's just him in his like, beautiful kitchen eating a slice of pizza. He's like, I do this all day, every day, and he's just shredded. Yeah, he's doing this, don't do this. Yeah, yeah. Don't yeah. work out yeah. and eat right. Yeah. Oh, my just God. Just take my quiz. Take my quiz. And then my pills mm-hmm. that I'm selling at the end. My V-Shred yeah. extra testosterone pills. That's all you need to do, though, is take a little bit of testosterone. You'll be just like a yeah. testosterone. Just like Vince. <laughs> is that his the name? V, the V, man. The v Vince is, Van Zant. The V is Vince for Vince. <laughs> That's messed up. I don't even know this guy's name. This is the dude. That's him. What's up, guys? We had no idea that we would end up where we are today. What's going on, guys? This is Vince with vshred.com. It is Vince. With over 2 million subscribers, over 150 million views. I want to see him talking about eating a pizza. Right, and it can be something as simple as you want to see your abs for the first time. or you. I've heard that the... um. I was listening to a guy talking about how, like, this whole fitness YouTube thing that's going on. Like, there's a whole community of these people, and they all are, like, just horrible. Like Horrible humans? Yeah, or? yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, they're just trying to get views, and they're all copying each other, and they're not, like, coming up with anything new, and they're all, like... It's like a strange group of people. Yeah, we called those bullshit artists back yeah, in my day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just a bunch of jargon. Yeah. I used to run with a lot of those people. You used to run with them? With the bullshit artists? Yeah. Oh, shit. I was a leader of them. You were? <laughs> well, my initials are BS. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they are. They are? Yeah. Billy Steven is my name. Oh, really? Really? Yeah. BS. BS. They actually used to call you. I know you've probably heard your mom and uh, dad, uh, Uncle Dobby, used to he'd say, BS. Yes. <laughs> so if you've ever heard that, that's where it came from. Was he struggling? Yes. He struggling. <laughs> that's just what Dobby called him, you know. Oh Uncle my BS. God. So why do you go by Steven? Because he's Billy. Because he's and Billy. That, my mom was already confused enough with me around. Uh, if she, you know, had to yell the same name, 
Mm. You know, plus I had, you know, a pretty bad case of ADD. You know, that wasn't going to help me. Yeah. (laughs) 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 Yeah, exactly. I I feel like we all have a little bit of ADD sometimes. Yeah, that's the human condition, really. Oh, absolutely. Especially nowadays with, I got everything popping up on my phone, my notifications just constantly all day. There's no reason to not have ADD. Yeah. It kind of feeds it, makes it worse. It does. <laughs> well, if <laughs> you're where worse. I was in the starting point, yeah. No, that's that makes it a lot worse. Yeah, no, it's no good. It's no good. The phone keeps making me so angry, and I was thinking about this just this week. Like, I don't even know how I would not keep my phone on me, which is so weird. Like, I'm so hooked on it. I don't even want to think about, like, leaving it at home. And my brain tells me little things. Like, what if somebody it's an emergency and someone needs to contact you and blah, blah, blah. Like when does anybody ever contact me for an emergency? Like once every couple years, I'll get like an actual really like you had to be their phone call. Maybe. But my brain is like working it in. Like it's totally an addiction. You yeah. just, you can't even leave it. I was thinking about like when I go to work, just leaving my phone at home, especially now I got this watch that can do music on it. So I don't have any, the music thing is completely gone. I can just listen to it on my watch all my watch does is the time it can track workouts and it plays music. Oh shit! My entire house <clears throat> wrapped up with this stuff. Yeah, <laughs> you, you, yeah. I, it, I'm guilty of it too. Yeah. So we'll all be sitting in a room doing this. Uh huh. Yeah. Now the women in the house plus my son, they all have the phone. Yeah. They're uh-huh. all uh, Apple people. Yep. Yep. My wife was the last convert. And she mm-hmm. gave me her old Google Pixel phone. Mm-hmm. So there are, and she still does not like Apple, but it, she has to have it due to her work, like some stuff that won't run through right, her old phone. Right. But <laughs> they're all tied in, like with a watch. Yep. I'm like, I'm, if I could take that phone and throw it in the river and live, I would do it in a heartbeat. Oh, just I know. Because I, it, know. I mean, your work could <laughs> get in touch with you anytime, email, you know, whatever. They just know. nonstop text you. I mean, it's savage. I know. Yes, yeah. we're twenty-two and twenty-four, and we feel the exact same way. <laughs> it's now, like, now think we, how I feel. I mean, yeah. you, you guys are growing up in this and don't know any different. If you would have told me we'd have had a device like that twenty years ago, I'd have laughed in your face. A supercomputer in your pocket. A supercomputer. A supercomputer. Yeah, it's insane. It's insane, and and the the thing about it that's the most insane to me is that these programmers are programming everything so that it taps into your like reward center of your brain. Yeah. That dopamine rush. Yeah. It just, they're making it on purpose to be addictive. Yeah. Because of course they are, because they want their program to work. It's not even really a, a, like a malicious thing they're doing. It's just like the apps that work, the software that works is the software that's gamified and exciting to use. So, of course, they're going to make it like that. It's just so frustrating as a consumer of it where you're just addicted to your freaking phone all day. All these apps pop up. You get these little... They time the little notifications. Perfect time where you're going to come into the app anyway. So, here, you want to see this on the app? You want to see it? And you're like, yeah, I do. And you know how they do it? How? Frequencies. Yeah, they do. Or right back to it. Yep. Wait, how do they do it with how do they do it with the frequency? I do not know. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just telling you, it feels yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah. I'm it just I'm at good. a point in my life where frequency just feels right. 
Yeah, it's a vibration. good word. It just feels right. It's a good word. If I could explain it, I'd I'd make a lot more money than I do. <laughs> I make good money. I'd make a lot more if I yeah. could explain frequency. <laughs> I mean, like, you know, on normal terms. Yeah, I'm trying to think about that, and I can't think about it too well. Well, I mean, like, the whole way the phone communicates is microwave radiation. It's which is microwaving us. Which is just frequencies flying through the air all the time. Can't see them. Phone, no, phone can read them. Well, that means mm. that several people understand them. The frequency. Well, they understand right. that that like the antennas and the how all that stuff works, but they don't know what the implications of it are. I wonder what they are. are we and your brain is nothing but a big yeah. receiver. Uh huh. Guts inside your brain. That's what it is. It's yeah. a great big antenna. Yeah. <clears throat> all of that shit coming straight to the dome. Yeah, mm-hmm. the dang giant zombie lady with the box. <laughs> I received that pretty well. I know. This is like the amount of billions of dollars of infrastructure and like innovation just for me to watch my tiny beautiful supercomputer broadcast a picture of a <laughs> zombie box woman <laughs> into my face because I'm trying to watch some little, YouTube little video. Men climbing into her box. Yeah. And, and puking on him. Just billions of dollars and hundreds of years of human innovation for that. That's what we get. <clears throat> Sometime next week, zombie box is going to pop into my head. <laughs> and when it comes out of my mouth, it's going to be like sewage. I don't even know how to, to look it And I'm it not going to know where it came from. Zombie is your sewage. I hope it's not in one of my meetings or anything. But zombie <laughs> your box. Meetings? I'll have stuff pop in my head all the time. This is the ADD thing again, man. Because I have all these Zoom meetings I have to be on, and I'm trying to damn do design work and listen to someone else's bullshit where yeah. I say two words the entire meeting. Hello, goodbye. Half them, but I have to be on the meeting just in case they need me. What? So I'm trying to process all this stuff, and that's when things start creeping into your head, and you're not realizing that maybe I didn't unclick mute yeah and i'll say something really really stupid and then you'll see that one person who does have their camera on it's a woman classic and she'll like she's clutching her pearls and i'm like shit giant breasted puking zombie box (laughs) i don't know what zombie box was no that's not a new toilet lady no it's not what i'm specifying oh my gosh so what are what are you doing for work? What does your job look like? Busy. Busy? Oh my God. The last two years have been nuts. What do you do? Uh engineer. I, I'm on the plumbing side. Uh we do mostly apartment work. So we do the mechanical, electrical plumbing, fire alarm system, low voltage, all of that. And I run the plumbing department. So you plan where the crap is gonna go? Mm-hmm. Brick. Calculations, you know, high end math that I did not do in school. <laughs> Classic. Thank God for Excel. Yeah, yeah. Classic. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. God. Like the one time we did this, we did a project and Caterpillar came to sponsor our project and everyone was like asking them all these questions and they're just like two dudes who work at Caterpillar and they're like, I mean, I don't know. <laughs> and all these kids are like, there's all those like really try hard kids studying and they're like, what do I need to know? What, what else that I haven't learned? What do I need to know? And they're like, ah, like we didn't know anything when we graduated. <laughs> they're like, we learned everything we needed. 
we just started needing to do it. <laughs> and, then they, and then they just left. And we're like, they're all like, what? What? What do we do? I don't know how yeah. to. And I'm just like, that's what I was hoping for. Because yeah, yeah. I haven't been learning anything. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's crazy to watch young people come in. Uh, you know, they've got all the book sense in the yeah, world. Yeah. But they don't really understand. College is there to teach you how to solve problems. Yeah. Now, when you get in the real world, uh, here's how you really learn how to do it. Mm-hmm. But they're dumbfounded. They're basically worthless as shit for eight months. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. I mean, <clears throat> honestly, it, they're doing what you could probably teach a monkey to do. A trunk monkey. <laughs> <laughs> a trunk monkey. Now, let's explain. Yeah, let's, that's explain sound. let's explain to the viewers exactly what a trunk that monkey is. That does sound <laughs> just insanely racist for no reason, and it's not. I but promise it's not. It's all, not. No. You gotta Google a this trunk one, monkey. Let me see if I it's can. It's a new it self defense system. <laughs> Are you installing these in the in the apartment complex? Uh, yes. <laughs> Just hit the red button. Trunk monkeys, but only hit it if you mean it. Pour out. Yeah. This is the greatest video. I I thought of you guys when I saw it. Let's go. Is it this? Yes. <laughs> this is great. There's a monkey in the trunk. Oh, hold on, this is the end of it. The trunk monkey theft retrieval system. Damn! <laughs> because sometimes getting your car back is simply not enough. There's Another a whole. <laughs> no, there's a whole. There's a whole thing. That's the end of it. There's like five more before it. Oh my god! Oh my god. So there's got to be a longer one. This is a compilation. The monkey. Maybe that's it, yeah. Came out of the front of the car. Uh, happened yeah. about a month ago. I was driving my new truck home from the bingo and it just died. Now, <laughs> next thing I know, I seen this bright light up in the sky. Then aliens was everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> the monkey is taking the aliens this. out. So I'm glad I bought a truck with a trunk monkey. The trunk monkey, an out of this world idea you'll only find at Suburban Auto Group. My car, eighty-five dollars. You said seventy-five earlier. That was in. Now I just walked five miles. And I hope them shoes you got on is comfortable. Oh, he's about to get monkey. <laughs> it's a big button. Get the monkey button. Oh, the monkey's driving. <laughs> oh, he's a good driver. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, this is not a racist Look, this commercial. Is great. <laughs> yeah. Look, he said you little shits. Oh, the Pontiac. <laughs> no, <I'm laughs> He's getting ready to get that ass. <laughs> Look, Look at him. <laughs> the Trump Monkey. The revolutionary idea you'll only find one place. Suburban auto group. Man, that's a fantastic idea. I went to work, I spilled hot coffee on my lap, and I lost control of my car. <laughs> the monkey's doing first aid. Shock and five. No, no, no. For the most part, I'm glad that I bought a car with the a trunk, trunk monkey. monkey. <laughs> now, I, I redact my original statement about idea. midgets. <laughs> monkeys are way funnier. Uh, monkey, monkeys are awesome. Monkeys are probably my favorite animal. I just absolutely love what they do. Have you seen the orangutan driving the golf cart? 
<laughs> I don't think so. Okay. But I did see uh, here. Every Which Way But Loose. Every which way. I haven't seen that. Wait, I know what? there's a monkey in it. I haven't seen it, though. He's an orangutan. Orangutan. You do not call him a monkey. <laughs> I love the orangutans. He's got because 12 of the, ribs. Tw- 12 ribs? An orangutan has 12 ribs, like you and I. Ooh. This video is called yeah. Driving to the Banana Store. Yeah, look at this guy. Oh, yeah, that's straight up. <laughs> oh, my God, they're playing Fleetwood Mac. They are. Look at him holding the top of the golf cart. Like, he's just relaxed. <laughs> he's got a Marlboro Red. <laughs> Take a sip of whiskey. I like how she drives around the zoo, and she's looking at all the animals like she's, like, yeah. the janitor or something. Yeah. Apparently, she's, like, an elderly orangutan that saw the... <laughs> she just saw the golf cart one time and wanted to drive it so bad, and so they I mean, let this her. This is like a regular deal. She drives all day. At the softball batting cages. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know what I would do if if we're out on the course or something or at the zoo and, and a ring of tanks. just came was, up. It was just, just cruising by. Just like uh, you and I. Just like us. I I think I might cry out of joy. <laughs> so if you could come back as any animal in a second life, what would it be? That's a tough one. I'll probably be a bird. I would too. Probably be an eagle. Or a peregrine falcon. Just, I like that. Yeah. Fastest bird They're in the, the fastest bird of prey. They're I small, smaller than like the bigger birds, but they're the fastest and they can just toy with any bird. They're not afraid of anything. No, they're badass. Yeah, they're so fast. They're like, missiles. How fast do they go? What I kind think... of bird? You know, a crow or a parrot? <laughs> For me? <laughs> he, yeah, he'd bird. be a chickadee or something. Yeah, I think I'd choose probably chicken. They lay a lot of eggs. <laughs> it's short life. <laughs> yeah, they yeah, can give me, give me a what? See, I'm going, I'm going way different. <clears throat> Peregrine I'm going falcon. Octopus. Octopus? Octopus is good. I would love yeah. you'd that be solving or that or yeah. a praying mantis. Like the wizard of the sea. You'd be a praying mantis. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm only going to get to mate one time before she eats my head off. But yeah. If you watch, a praying mantis fucks some shit up. Yeah, I mean, they're, they're, they're powerful. They're scary. I mean, they're ruthless. If they're they savages. were big, if they were the size of even like a small dog, they would be so terrifying. Like the size of a house cat, they would be unstoppable. I mean, they just oh, grab right it and like wall. grind it up, yeah, man. They're yeah, prey yeah. up and just eat it and embarrass it. And yeah. Gus, oh, make it's... a guess. Miles per hour. How fast can a peregrine falcon dive? 218. It's 240. Ooh, that's fast. That's, dude. that's Bugatti. So that's Bugatti that level. Fast. That is. How do you even get to that speed? You only weigh like. What does it weigh? It's got a four foot wingspan as an adult. It weighs. 3.3 pounds as a female or 2.2 pounds as a male. Oh and they can dive at 240, 240 miles, an hour. miles per hour. And they're regal looking. They look cool. Um, they're an awesome bird. Do you imagine being a little bird just minding your own business? <laughs> and you just. And then all of a sudden. <laughs> yeah, just the over. speed of sound you get taken out by a bird of yeah. prey. Dang, how does, it, how does it get through the air that fast? You think it wouldn't. I could run the calculations look for at you it. if I look really wanted yeah. to, but. <laughs> It looks like it's not plumbing. That's not plumbing. It looks like a stealth bomber or something. Oh, it Look does. at that. That's a thing of beauty. That thing is awesome. Dang, boy. You it's know, that's made the, uh, for speed. Look at the, it. Um, Look at it. Oh. Mascot of the bowling green. That is? Yeah. 
I got a buddy who went to Bowling Green. And they're the and, peregrine? Um, it's a peregrine. Peregrine. <laughs> what is it? Peregrine. Peregrine. Peregrine falcon. Peregrine. Because he used to always, you know, talk shit about peregrine falcons. And <laughs> and uh, that's where, um, what's his name? Who's the guy that coached Ohio State? This is a Urban Meyer. He started at Bowling Green. Strategies and their settings. This is a peregrine falcon versus a stalking predator to hide. Pigeon. I love that it's got a British voice doing this. Yeah, me too. Makes me all amped up. It just sounds more educated. Dang, he's got a big chest. See what he does. In a dive, it's the fastest bird in the world. Look, he goes into this little look at look at his feet. Yeah, they're so aerodynamic. How about that cameraman? I know. It's, how does he get there? His eyes are like telescopes. He can see everything. Yeah, you're about to see what happens. I want to see it so bad. And pigeons suck, though. Yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, they're just they're dirty, filthy animals. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Rat birds. Passenger pigeons were cool. Yeah, you ride them. different breeds. Oh, here we go. He's doing a little death spin. Yeah, he's oh shit. <laughs> How did <laughs> they, they get, strap to camera they get a on? GoPro on the, on the it becomes a racer. No wonder he's slow. He's got a GoPro on his back. God, <laughs> if y'all only knew what I was seeing right now. <laughs> what is, is this? Real? <laughs> this is not. He's so like mine. I want to see him do two forty. Yeah, that's not 240. No, this is like this is probably because it's so casual. He's running on six cylinders. To catch a pigeon, it's like too easy. <laughs> yeah. oh, he yeah. just uh, a second gear. They maybe oh. should have trashed the GoPro footage. Yeah, the GoPro footage is bad. They're over dramatizing this a lot. That's CGI for sure, right there. Yeah. They could have made it a lot shorter. It's also flying for its life. I, I'm gonna be pissed if if they don't show this bird eating. His if bed. this pigeon gets away, I'm be pissed. <laughs> no, I'm, 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 uh, yeah, that's such a cool bird. This peregrine is still young and just learning that speed by itself. Oh my gosh! Enough. All right, let's yeah, watch a real right, video. Here's a real video. Here's yeah, a real video. Freaking right. This is a, <laughs> <laughs> the music is crazy. That's a falcon versus a heron. Oh my. Oh, yeah, the heron looks like it's moving in slow oh, motion. He, yeah, he's like, this is it. This is it. The heron looks so awkward in the air. Oh, he's got to him. He's what grabbing him. Ooh, bank up, bank up. Are you kidding I me? I want to see him get are, something. Are there no videos of them because they're so fast? Peregrine Falcon, I want to see him dive. Incredible rare footage. Let's see if it's good. Oh, it's it's this. I hate this crap where it's just like... I just want to see him go. Boom. What is this crap? What's going on? It's just like they have to talk about it for seven minutes. We're out in the Everglades looking Ooh. for an iguana. The iguana is an invasive species here, so we're going to have to tell you about 30 more minutes about iguanas before we can show you one working its magic. Oh, yeah, there, what there are we those, go. Uh, Damn. What are those big lizards? The one the that take dragon? down a, a deer, like the dragon, they bite him yeah, and just yeah. walk off and sleep. Yeah, they just suck him down. For his, for his spit to uh, 
kill him or whatever. Yeah, they yeah. like it. They're venomous. I mean, it, whew. yeah. They and he's just coming. He, but like he lifts this deer up and swallows him in like yeah, like me eating a moon pie. <laughs> <laughs> just yeah, those those things are not yeah, those things are not normal. And and now in the Everglades, you've got like mostly invasive species, and some of the things that are they found. You know, I heard this could be tr- false. This could be fake news. I'm spreading right now, but I don't really care because it's awesome and bad. I heard that they found Nile crocodiles in Florida, which is like really bad because they could kill anything in Florida. Like anything is not Those standing are the big a chance. Ones, right? Yeah, like an alligator. You could, a, a, one crocodile could take on probably seventy alligators, and just they're so big. I heard this. Let me let me see if I can find something. Nile crocodile. They swam over from Africa. No, it would be somebody had Some one. Some jackass had one yeah. as a pet, and then you know he, he got his first job at up in Tennessee. <laughs> Didn't want to keep his his uh, now crocodile the, he had in his dorm crocodile room. Yeah, they found him. Croczilla. That's what it is, Croczilla. Yeah. They found Croczilla sunbathing in the uh, Florida Everglades. See, those dudes are arrogant. The just dude, the way they the just sit recording? there with their, oh, arm, oh, with their yeah. mouth open. Just, just oh, arrogant. I know. How dare you? Yeah, but crocodiles, apparently, like, they don't... You can't, like... You know, you see what alligators, like, smacking them on the top of the head and stuff. Apparently, it's, like, not... You can't do that to a crocodile. They'll just rip your face off. They don't care. They don't slow down. They just get you. Yeah. They're scary animals. It's crazy you still can do brute force, like... And win as an animal in the animal kingdom. Like, we haven't figured it out yet. We don't know how to beat those things in hand-to-hand yet. Well, lions, lions aren't brute force. They're just freaking, they're cats. Yeah, they get there. their women to do it. Yeah, yeah they do. Yeah, yeah they run after them. Oh, God, they're might cool. Might be the best. Yeah. The cat, I think the cats are the best predator. Yeah, well, what is it? What was you telling me about scaling up a house cat would be like... Yeah, yeah. They'd be the most powerful hunter on the planet if you just took a house cat and exactly scaled him up to the size of like if you a made a house dog. cat like 120 pounds yeah that thing would be, would be the, it would be the apex predator on the planet well <clears throat> are they going to be that much dumber probably than they yeah. are as probably. a small cat yeah it's true because those things will take out like a house cat that doesn't have to hunt at all will take down like 30 birds a month just little birds in the tree somehow gets them and a lot of times they won't they'll just do it for meanness yeah, they don't. Like, they don't gonna eat it. I no. got good. I got steak yeah, in the I house. I got my kibble. I'm not eating a not bird. Eating Are you kidding me? Ass bird. I'm but just I am gonna kill I can. it. That's what our cat did. We had a cat that he lived just in here. Out of meanness. Yeah, and he was just up in the tree and would just kill birds, bring them in here, and leave them. He's programmed to do that. Yeah, you'd see, you'd see him in the, up in the tree. You, you'd see eyes. And you'd be like, "That's Dash <laughs> in the tree." I <laughs> know <laughs> a bird in his mouth. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I watched, we had one of those bird feeders. It's probably like four and a half, five feet off the ground on a steel pole, just like a simple bird feeder. I would watch the cat sit there, like in ready to jump thing, right under the bird feeder, so deathly still. And the second a bird came by that was like a little bit slower or didn't see her, she would spring up, just grab it right out of the bird feeder, like a huge jump. It's crazy to watch how patient they are they are i mean a cat yeah you know is 
I guess it makes sense because they are lazy. Yeah, they are. But really, they're just patient. Yeah. I mean, it's... <clears throat> we came home one time to that same cat batting in uh, Copperhead. Like, batting the side of the Copperhead's face. And when, every time the Copperhead striked at her... She's she, two seconds she, behind. She jumped way up in the air. Lands yeah. back down, smacks him a couple more times, <laughs> did it again. jumps, so and then cool. you see like the copperhead strikes. Like to the human eye, it looks like the copperhead striking late. <laughs> he looks stupid. Don't yeah, he, does. he looks so it's dumb. It's crazy. Like, and we're like, yeah, we shoot yeah. her away. We got the copperhead with a shovel, and then we were like checking her to make sure she didn't get bit. She was fine. She was just licking herself. Like, yeah. had a great time today playing with, Play a, with a copperhead. Extremely venomous snake. Just. I know the reaction yeah. time is like a millisecond faster, which yeah. is like so much. Yeah. In the animal kingdom. Yeah. The animal kingdom, yes. She, she was smacking it in the side of its head. Just like this thing it. is this thing wins every fight except that one. Hey, Indians got that that reaction time too, because you've seen the dude smack the cobra. <laughs> yeah. smack the I've, never, I've never understood that. <laughs> smack the cobra on that gah! Like half my nightmares <laughs> in my life have been about cobra snakes. <laughs> Cobras are scary. They got that weird flappage going on. They look like they should be, you know, a mummy or something. And my dreams are all <laughs> my dreams are all over the place. Yeah. Like I, I could be dreaming about a cobra snake one minute, and the next minute I'm dreaming about a a plow mule I had that I won in a <laughs> poker game, and he won't plow. Good for he, nothing. I, I, you know he's ranked, so I can't ride him. <laughs> And I'm like, well, what good is this, you know, is this damn donkey going to do me <laughs> if he won't plow? And I can't ride him. Sounds like a real story. It doesn't does. sound like a dream. You're so, you're I so want to plow. So you know, I'm battling a cobra snake <laughs> yeah. again. Yeah. Back to the cobra. You want a plow to, mule in a poker yeah. game and it's too stinky to ride and it won't plow. Yeah. So you battle a cobra snake. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot going on up there, bro. Yeah, uh, there is. Oh my god, that is hilarious. <laughs> I don't have. But I'll have that dream all the time. <laughs> what? <laughs> it's, it's not a one-off. That's why he's so mad about it. He's yeah. so fired up because it's yeah, like it's again, like mule again. I hate. Still this hadn't thing. learned how to plow. <laughs> Still hasn't learned. <laughs> Bring on the snake. It's been like five years yeah. in dream world it's time. Like, look, I'm busy. Yeah. I, got, I got something else to dream about later. Just bring the snake Staring in. Staring out of his window at yeah. his unplowed fields. Yeah. The stinky donkey standing the there. Cobra's in because it's <laughs> the fields junked up. Oh, that's so funny. Your Egyptian fields with all the cobras. Oh my God. So you. <laughs> For the past little while, you've been texting me, texting me, and gassing up these stories of yours, and I need to hear them, and I need to hear them from front to back, root to toot, root to toot. What kind of stories do you want to hear? I want to hear the good ones. I've got a million. <laughs> well, tell it first. Tell us the one that you were you were. You were at our house the other day. Yeah, you were trying some... to tell us this story, and we said, we're not listening to you before uh, you get on the pod. The toad venom. <laughs> toad venom. Yeah. The toad venom. Okay, let's, let's do that. I'm really interested in the toad venom. Now, chemically, it's called 5-MeO-DMT. <laughs> 
So with us kids, we hear a lot about. Yes, when I do not recommend you doing this. <laughs> Let's get that on the table. Okay. okay. So uh, this chemical is actually found in everything. I, I heard it. Nothing isn't about it dormant it. in your head? It's in your lungs, in your brain. So a lot of you know you hear a lot of Hindus get into breathe you know breathing when yeah, they meditate. Yeah, right. Well, they can do. They can go to this place that this chemical takes you by breathing. It releases it from the lungs. What in the world? But it's in plants. It's in this. It's common um, in this river toad. It's a river toad and a Sonoran desert toad, which is where it comes from. It's a defense mechanism for the frog. But Native Americans have been using this, you know, for thousands of years. This is how they connect, you know, to that spirit world or whatever. Okay. So I'm over on the island, you know, drum fishing. We're sitting around and I'd never heard of this stuff before. Knew what DMT was, but I didn't know what this specific type of DMT was. So um, we're sitting around. It's probably 8 o'clock at night. You know, fish aren't biting. We've got a campfire going. And this island is, you know, you remember it when you went over from a kid. Mm -hmm. It's as dark as it can be over there. Yeah, right. So we've got a campfire. We're just, you know, a bunch of guys around shooting the crap. And this guy I've known for probably 25 years. I always knew him. His name was Pez. Native American, Mexican, you know. Pez? Pez. Whatever Pez means in Hispanic. (laughs) I never even knew his name. He's always, everybody's always called him Pez. Pez Pez. Rojo or something. So, but I never knew he was a shaman. Never. And I've known Mm. this guy since I was, you know, your age now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Never knew that. Never thought to ask. I mean, you walk up to someone, hey, are you a shaman? No, I'm an electrician. You know, it's, <laughs> yeah. it's not it's not anything he ever offered up in conversation. Yeah, yeah. But this guy's looking at me, you know, and he says, "Man, I can tell something's eating you up." And I'm like, "Oh, you know, nothing in particular." I'm like, why would somebody even ask that? Yeah, yeah. But he could see it. He even told me he's like, "Man, I can see it. I don't know if it's an aura or the hell ever." So I'm like, "Okay." So we're down there baiting up, and now I'm thinking about it. So I'm like, what do you what do you mean when you – I said, yeah. I said, I'm probably going through some stuff, you know, midlife crisis. You know, where are you going? Where have you been? Where are you a good dad? Where are you a good son, a good husband? You know, right. the stuff 50-year-old men go through. You know, and he's like, yeah, it's it's eating you up. He said, I, you know, I can help you. How are you going to help me, you know, help me with that? Do I even need help? So he had asked me that I ever heard of, of Bufo. And I'm like, no, Boof? this face tells Boof? me, yeah, Bufo. Bufo, this is the toad. So he starts explaining it to me, you know, how it can help. And it basically, it, it kind of rewires your brain, which we're going to get to that point in a second. That's the very <laughs> uninteresting point of this. <laughs> So I had no time to, you know, research this stuff. I'm like, whatever. So I'm like, sure. He said, I, you know, if you want to do a ceremony with me, I have a tent down the beach. And if I didn't know this guy, I would have been like, now nah, I'm gonna, I'm just gonna fish tonight. <clears throat> you know, you know. But I knew him, and something told me to trust it. So I was like, yeah. 
So it's probably about 12.31 a.m. I get up and I go down. It's got a campfire built right where his tent was. So I get out, sit down, you know, we're having a beer, relaxing, just talking. And, you know, he starts explaining to me what this stuff is, what it does. And so he's like, you're going to experience ego death. I said, ego death? I said, what, you know, what the hell is that? He said, well, it's death. Death of your ego. You're not going to die. You're going to feel what it would feel like to die. Like what happens when you die. Mm-hmm. So your body actually releases this chemical when you for real pass away. It floods your body. That's why you go into this light that you see. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I'm not nervous or anything. I'm like, you know, I'm going to, I'll do it. I, I trust him a hundred percent. So he says, so what we'll do is he said, you smoke it through like a little vaporizer. It's not a pen. It's a, like a little glass bulb. It's got a tube coming out of it. So he lights it up and it fills up in this bulb. You inhale it, hold it, blow it out. You know, you have to hold it for about 20 seconds, as long as you can blow it out. And then the magic is supposed to happen. So he says, um, he starts explaining to me what a breakthrough is. He's like, the whole purpose of this is to have a breakthrough. You want to go as far as it, the medicine will take you. It's like, if you don't, you know, if you don't uh, at least attempt that, you know, you're probably not you're doing yourself a disservice. So I'm like, yeah, let's do, let's go to the abyss. <laughs> if I'm going to do this, if I'm going to smoke this shit, let's go to the abyss. So where, where did this guy get this stuff? You know? So he told me, he's like, I do not give bufo to white people. <laughs> Dang. He says, <laughs> he says, it's a cultural thing. It's, I reserve it for native Americans because it's a sacred animal toad to them. He said, but what I will give you is a synthetic. He says, it's a lot cleaner. It'll be a bear, probably a better experience for you. So I'm like, cool. So you didn't actually get the real toad venom? Not the toad venom. No. He went racist on you? Yeah. He went racist Imagine on that. you? Didn't I, give I you the felt, real toad? Yeah, it, was, it was DEI. <laughs> <laughs> DEI was incorporated into the company. Rick. Yeah. So he says, so what I'm going to do is give you a, a handshake dose to start with. He said, that's just kind of to introduce you to what it tastes like. You know, he said, it's not bad. It's a little like burnt plastic, but mm-hmm. it'll smell like that. He said, but it's not harsh, but this will get you used to it. So it's not a surprise. And then you'll start feeling, you know, the effects of it. So I'm like, cool. So he gave me the little handshake dose and feel real relaxed. Like you got a good weed buzz or, you know, drink a couple bottles of wine. You're warming up. So, you know, he kind of talks you through that now that you're relaxed, you know, he kind of lets it take effect. You know, you're a little more relaxed. Now you're ready for a little more of the medicine. Mm-hmm. So he bumps it up to uh, just under the threshold before breakthrough. This is where it gets real interesting. <laughs> so, and I'm doing good now. I'm like, yeah, he's like, I think you're going to do real well. You held that fine. You should be good. So he's got this crazy music playing, like, you know, I couldn't even explain what the hell it is, some kind of indie stuff or drums, whistles, just the whole thing, sage burning. He's, was it was it like music that didn't have rhythm? It was chaotic. It was like chaotic. Yeah, like, a like lot something of, you would hear in the Amazon. 
Interesting. But he says that helps the journey, whatever the frequency, you know, whatever. <laughs> yeah, it helps yeah, yeah. the journey that you go through. So I'm starting to get into it now. I'm like, yeah, this is, I'm starting to take it serious. You know, this is not a, a fun thing. It's a serious thing. Yeah, yeah, right. So I take the second hit, and then that's when the visuals come in. And this is not a very visual psychedelic, not at the overload dose. Not like regular DMT, that where you see the crazy aliens and, you know, frogmen and <laughs> reptiles and shit. So now I'm starting to see some kaleidoscopes, you know, feeling really good, starting to feel disoriented a little bit. So then he's like, you know, are you good to go for the, the big load? <laughs> so I'm like, yeah. Ready so, for the big load, Doc. <laughs> <laughs> he loads it up. Fills it up, and I'm right now. I'm just shit. He could have hit me with a crowbar, and I wouldn't. Have, I wouldn't have cared. So he's like, "You really have to hold this one in, and you'll have a breakthrough." So evidently, I was in a good place. So I suck it in, hold it for 20 seconds, blow it out. Now I'm sitting like Indian style. What is it? What is what is Indian style? Just crisscross, like crisscross applesauce, whatever. You're yeah. just on the beach. Yep, crisscross applesauce. Yep. Okay, campfire right beside us. As I come back, you remember Doctor Strange the movie? You've seen Doctor Strange? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think yeah, the first one. Yeah, when he um he gets cocky with the what was her sorcerer supreme or whatever. Yeah, the bald lady, and she goes boom, and knocks him out of his. That's his what body. Happens. Yeah. You basically fall back and you you come out of your body. You feel this. Okay, let me back up. You feel this intense vibration coming up through the earth. It's just like ramping up. You feel this energy coming up through your body, like rapid, like it's really getting real quick. And that's when you start realizing, I cannot stop this. It's going to happen. You know, there's no calling time out. You got to accept it. And he had told me, he's like, when you start going, you know, when this happens, you, you need to let go. He says, it's very important that you let go. Easy for him to say. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I didn't know. I was like, is this let it go yeah. like Elsa? Yeah. <laughs> okay. No. Like, what the frick does that mean? So when I'm going back, I don't know if you've ever come out of your body before but like had a high fever or something. That's a terrifying thing. I've never been out. I've <laughs> but been in you, here the whole time. Yeah. yeah. Well, uh, let me tell you something. It's, uh, it's a different experience. <laughs> and this is accelerated. You start, when you come out, it's like it sucks you through space, out of your body, and boom, your ass is gone. You basically disappear. You just watch it like... You're, everything's gone. The room, beach, the world, everything. The You're in the blackest black void that you could, and you, there's no visuals, no reference, nothing. Weird. You are dead. But you're still sitting up like you're not falling. Oh, no, no. You don't, you wouldn't even know. You, you, I could have been in that ocean. You know, nothing. You, there's you nothing see, left, left of you. When you like boofed, <laughs> when you boofed. <laughs> Did you like see yourself like sitting on the beach? 
when I fell back, yeah, y- you see yourself come out of your body, and but it happens so rapidly, then it just deteriorate deteriorates. Everything around you is Whoa. just gone. You're gone, and everything now is pure consciousness. You don't know who you are. You can't hear. Everything's that telepathic. You know, you hear things in your head communicating with you but not you know through voice or sound so that's when you realize oh shit you know i just (laughs) i'm dead (laughs) i mean i'm dead yeah yeah and uh, this is the place where people that have a lot of trauma in their life they had they deal with a lot of shit i don't know if you've ever seen the videos of people that do this Mm -hmm. they'll like shake violently like scream some of them because they're going through sheer terror because this stuff finds, if you've got things buried in your past, it will find it and make you face it. But the quicker you learn to let go, and there's no time when you're in here. There's no sense. All your senses are gone. There's no place, time, nothing. You have no concept of time. You're just in infinity. Awareness is all it is. You just exist that's hard to describe. There's no way to describe it. It's hard yeah. for us normies to, to well, like, no, I, there's no word. I mean, there's no word for it. Yeah. You, right. It's a, it's an intuitive thing. It's all feeling. So I broke through pretty quick. I don't know if it was just, I heard something tell me or I didn't say in this black very long. I saw some like little colored things. And then let's see, I know I'm shot out of a cannon into this star. It's the brightest white light that comes out of nowhere. You're just like like somebody put you in a gun and fired you into the brightest star you could ever see. You're just immersed in this white light. And it's kind of, the feeling is kind of like being like a drop of water and now you're in the, now you're the ocean. Like you fell into this light as a drop of light. And now you are the light. Whoa. And it's this could like this oneness people talk about connective. And it does. That's the feeling that everything got, comes from that one source, this light. It's almost like the, all of this is a shell. Mm-hmm. You unzip it, pull it back and light comes out. That's what this experience is like. And you just, boom. that's what happens to you when you pass away, you go into this light. Now, what happens beyond that, this stuff doesn't take you that deep. It just takes you into the light. But when you're in there, you know everything. That's, this is the odd thing. There's nothing else to know. You know all knowledge. You are this one thing. Everything, you're a squirrel, that bottle, everything. Everything's connected. You are it. It is you. It, it, and you just exist. It's like complete bliss. I can't even explain how euphoric it is. Because you don't even care. You know, you're not even thinking about, I just died anymore. This is the, this is, it's almost like that's where you're supposed to be. And this is the trip. When this is over, I'm going, I'm going to go trip and go back into, you know, Steve's body. Yeah, right. And, you know, what you've basically done when you go through that light is you've killed your ego. Does that mean you killed it for the rest of your life? Hell no. Ego is always going to be with you. But it, when you come out of it, you understand how to can, what it really means. But 
this whole thing is like 20 minutes tops <laughs> that's insane but it feels like you know like i said there's no concept of time you don't even know i could have been in there a thousand years and i wouldn't have known the difference i was just in this light and then i remember laughing when, back when i was coming out i could start to get my senses back i could just hear myself laughing because i was like all the shit that i've worried about in 52 years was all a friggin' joke. There was nothing to worry about ever. There's nothing to worry about. And it's like, you know, I can't believe it. I can't believe that's all it is. You almost feel like this light is laughing, not at you, but with you. Like I, I told you, you know, there's nothing to worry about. So when you're coming back, when you come out of it, it's that's the trippiest part because you, you can't understand how did was I just there, and now I'm back looking at star, you know, stars. And the guy Pez is over me, this big grin on his face because he knows he's like, well, you know, welcome back, brother. <laughs> and I'm like, dude, I just reached up and gave him this big hug. I was like, dude, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you for what you just what you just gave me and the afterglow of it like everything's more vivid i could hear things i could never would have never heard now i'm not talking about crazy frequencies <laughs> things like you might not have paid attention to a bird chirping in the back i could hear everything around me the ocean was clearer the wind i could hear the wind better it was it was weird and now this uh, is nighttime so i'm not seeing you know a lot of daytime colors but for weeks might maybe even months i could see things so much clearer like different colors brighter more vivid colors i heard it was they call that the afterglow of it and it wow. you know it sticks with you for a while but what this stuff does is it it basically sticks you through a grinder and rewires your brain because you're you, the way your brain works it goes from here back to here visual brain visual brain it just communicates the rest of your brain out here doesn't you don't use it so what this stuff does is it it kind of cuts the cord in the middle makes your brain think this way and that way when you're on this in this chemical that's where awareness comes from so what it does is it it's almost like your computer when it runs like shit and you do an update and all of a sudden, it met things magic start happening, where things were screwing up. That's kind of what this stuff does. It's a reboot of your brain. That's why you see things clear, and you you know, because it's it's cleared out all that cabbage that was going on in your head. That's why a lot of this stuff is it heals a lot of soldiers. I don't know if you guys have read about I, it, but yeah, I've heard a lot about it's it. It's like keeping them from blowing their brains out. Yeah, and heroin addicts will go in and come out and they won't even touch the stuff anymore because it's rewiring their brain. Ooh. They're doing like, they're using ketamine and psilocybin for treating depression. Mm -hmm. And they're having people, go, especially with the psilocybin, they're having people who have been on all the meds you can get from Pfizer. Nothing's ever worked. They've had years of clinical depression and they go in for one treatment, yeah, psilocybin treatment, and they're good. 
and they haven't been bad. The test was like a two, one or two years ago. So people aren't even coming back. They're like, no. oh, I don't need. Any, I'm fine. I'm good. Yeah. I'm not depressed. Just from one treatment of it's, this, and that's not crazy even how it works. DMT, man. this no magic mushrooms. Yeah, they're getting better. It's it's like doing something. I don't know. No, it's it. You know, it's that big battle with big pharma, man. Yeah, but I don't know if they're going to be able to, you know, hold this off because there's. It's yeah. obvious that it's helping. Yeah, a lot of people, and it's you know, if people could get away from the, the word psychedelic, it's such a a stupid word it is because all you think about it, and i used to be this way i was unintelligent and i did you know i did lsd when i was younger not a, i did it one time mm-hmm. did mushrooms a few times but i saw it as a you know just a means of tripping balls yeah never thought of it as something that would help people um but once i went through this experience i got it yeah at that point i'm like shit the damn hippies were right all along <laughs> We gave them all this shit, <laughs> shook our yeah, fingers yeah. at them, and they were. Yeah, but the hippies are still the hippies day. still suck. Yeah. <laughs> they suck in some ways, but they, yeah. they're but the they mule that can't can't plow. Yeah, they're the and stink, they stink. Yeah. stinky plow mule. Stinky no plowing mule. Yeah. Wow, that is that's some that's deep. That's so that's as deep as you can go without. Well, it's the, the it's the most powerful psychedelic on the planet. Yeah. And it was weird because I did everything in reverse. This is what I was telling Terry. I was like, you know, there's people that will plan this, think about it for years before they, you know, decide, yeah, I'm going to do it. Yeah, you spontaneously had I a, just a breakthrough. And then went and figured out what I just did. Yeah. <laughs> it was like buying a car and then going and reading the reviews on it after you buy it. Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> to see if you did the right thing. So then I went back and I was like, holy shit, I just did this. I was like, wow, but it, it changed me profoundly. Like a lot of things really of my thinking. Um, maybe that's a topic for another, another day, but, um, I can see where, why it would help people, you know, it's so interesting. So would you want to do it again? I don't think I would need to. That's yeah. a good question. I'm it, glad you asked that. Because yeah, the, I like, would be scared that now that I know more about it, yeah, what kind of experience would I have the second time? Would it would it be not as good? The way I described it to Pez, he's like, dude, you had the perfect break. I mean, you couldn't have done it any yeah, more perfect. Yeah. So I wouldn't get anything. I've already gotten from it what I want to get. You know, I was... The thing was, was... He makes you state your intentions before you. This okay. is really big for him. Yeah, yeah. You have to have a purpose for doing it. And I, you know, my main purpose was I've always been scared of death. Mm-hmm. Like just terrified of what happens at death. Not of it happening, just what happens after. So this stuff is this is perfect for, you know, for that. So that was my intention. And I came out of it understanding, you know, there's nothing for me to be afraid of. I, I cured that fear like r- right off the bat. When I broke through, I was like, yeah. this is not what I thought, you know, what I thought it was. Why would I fear it anymore? It's not like I welcome it. Don't get me wrong. The place that you go to is ama- is amazing. It's undescribable. Um, 
what happens after that? Are you reincarnated or, you know, do you resurrect later? I have, I still have questions about that, but as far as like the process of you don't really die, I know, I, I don't see that death is not a thing to me anymore. You just move on. You just peel the shell back and, and move out of that old tired ass body. And That's... you're, all you are is energy anyways. Mm -hmm. So your energy is just going into this light, you know, and you stay there until, you know, whatever. There's all kinds of, you know, Hindus think you stay in Nirvana for 49 days, I believe it is, and then you go into another, another form. In. So, you know, there's different people believe different things. I don't know how I feel about that, but. Yeah. Personally, I think you go into this box where there's this giant busty woman she pukes on you <laughs> and then you fall through a hole yeah <laughs> what was it called that's again? your that's your ego death yeah, that's that's your, giant yeah. zombie lady come here tyler <laughs> now if you if you ever do this stuff the medicine's gonna find it it's gonna. Find he's got that. a lot. He's got yeah. a lot going There's on. There's a lot. Yeah. So they're gonna. Should, gonna so the medicine's gonna, gonna have to shuffle for. He's gonna have some problems letting go. I yeah, think that's I'm gonna be his terrified problem. Terrified of letting go. Terrified of it. I don't do well on stuff that makes me feel like it's taking away my agency. It well, makes me yeah, nervous. That's a very good point. Humans. This is human trait. We have to label everything. Mm -hmm. Put it in a box in its place where it's supposed to go. Yeah. That's how we function. Yeah. This shit takes out away. It says, no, no more, friend. <laughs> There's no more labels. No more putting it in a box. That shit's gone. That's what this stuff teaches you, is that you don't have to do that. That's where all the crap, that all your anxiety comes from. Mm -hmm. All of that stuff. Yeah. That's, that's how you, when you start seeing things in a different light, it's so fascinating because I hear a lot of people talk about it, about different, all different kinds of psychedelics, but people who are doing it for a purposeful, like you said, not to help them, not at, for like yeah. fun, not as like a party drug, but they're using it for some reason. Everybody comes out of it and this just has this like great stuff to say about it. Or even like, I've heard people describe it as like, terrifying and horrible and they're like it was it changed my life it's amazing do you like, know any guys that have done it, like personally not personally not personally so it's just stuff that you've seen stuff i've heard i've listened to a lot of like people yeah there's a lot of these videos where they're just like a youtube video the the people don't even make videos normally they just have like a camera and them and they're just explaining exactly like you just did what mm -hmm. their situation was and i've gone down the rabbit hole before just listening to all these different people's stories it's so fascinating to me that you can have this, there's like, everybody's thing is similar. Everyone explains like a similar mm -hmm. thing. And as somebody who's never experienced it, I don't know exactly what it is, but everyone describes it the same way. Yeah. Which is so, everyone says it's undescribable. Yeah. But then to describe it in a, like a kind of a similar way. Yeah. It's well, all, you know, if, you, if you're going to tell a, a story, you have to have a, a place, a time, you know. Right. Yeah. There's, no, there's none of that in this void that you go in. That's the undescribable. It's almost like a being in a dream, but you've you're conscious aware. Have you ever had a lucid dream before? Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's very similar to that. Only you're not you know out there 
having a life. Uh-huh. You're just in this void. You're just that comfortable and blissful just being, you know, existing in that. Because there's nothing. You are this light or whatever. Yeah, I so guess. It, that if, you're bathed in. If, you, if there is no such thing as you, but there's such a thing as existence, then you are everything and nothing because there's yeah. no lines, there's no limits. No. That's so weird to you, imagine. I can't imagine it. I can, like, define it. Can't imagine it. Yeah. Smoke that toad. <laughs> I might. I might be out there licking and toads. I, and then we'll, I, we'll have this same conversation. Yeah. And then you'll look at me and you'll be like, Steve, <laughs> I know what you. I feel like I don't have enough baggage yet. I don't have enough baggage to do then it. Yet. Now's when you need to do it. <laughs> it'll give you. It'll give you baggage if you. Trust me. <laughs> you know. Yeah, so, so what is something like? Have you done something differently since you've taken it? But uh, have you dropped anything? Um, or what, added anything afterwards? Yeah. In regards to to just like the the way you think or just doing things like day to day, yeah, um, gratitude. I mean, that's the first thing that you come out of with this experience is is just gratitude for being alive. Mm-hmm. That's the main thing it teaches you. Be grateful. You know, you're going back to the most blissful place. You know where you're going back to that source, but. Come on, this is, look at all this down here that you have. How much more could you enjoy it if you stop worrying? You remember the other day when I was telling you about the turtles all the way down? Yeah. Well, that's what that, that's the lesson that it teaches. It's all the same thing. You're never going to get the answer, the final answer that you need for thinking universally. Yeah. Where you come from. You're never going to find the answer. It doesn't exist. One question is going to give you an answer on down the line it's turtles all the way down so it just stop worrying now that's easier said than done we're humans i'm not in that magic space right now (laughs) (laughs) i'm in the real world where where i still worry and i still get anxiety but i have a way of dealing with it now right like quickly on the spot you know it will change you spiritually i will tell you that and you know I think it would make a believer out of an atheist. But that's something to you say. Know, I I came out of it. You know, I was never a big church goer growing up. I grew up. You know, we were raised as Christians, but I didn't know what being a Christian was. I didn't go to church every Sunday. Didn't read the Bible. Didn't understand it when I tried to read it. But I always believed. But I believed because I was told to believe. Right. There's no reason, mm-hmm. rhyme or reason why. I came out of this with a totally different attitude as far as I don't need to be anything. I've had this connection with the sort directly to the source. I just came out of it. I know I don't need to go through the other crap through the woods. And, you know, if that works for somebody else, you know, that's perfect. I applaud them. Everybody's right. Buddha's right. You're all right. You know, to an extent. I just wanted to remove dogma from it. No more labels, no more putting things in a box. You know, that was kind of the place it took me and more in a spiritual, you know, that's kind of how Terry and I reconnected mm. talking about this. I'm like, you know, I'm starting to, these things are changing. Now she's in a little bit different. She's 
been in that space a lot longer than me. So I'm more of a just leave me alone and let me, you know, live and let live. But right. I don't need to, I don't need you to pray for me or pander over me. I, I got this. I got my grass covered. You go throw rocks at your neighbor who's, you know, you're Baptist and he's Methodist, <laughs> you know, and, and you saw him in the liquor store and he didn't acknowledge you. And while you're throwing rocks at each other, I'll just sit up on my little mountain and meditate or whatever. <laughs> yeah. And just leave me to hell alone. You know, right. I went from that bully pulpit up to there and it's glorious. Holy moly. But that's what works for me. Yeah. If, you know, something else works for someone else that, you know, they need to be a part of a group, a church group, or I have no problems with that. And we'll go to church tomorrow with the family, you know, just something my brother wanted to do. You know, it's not for me. I have, you know, my differences with them, but it makes people happy. It makes you feel good. So, you know, so what? It's, right. It's not, I'm not going to tell somebody else you're wrong. I, that's all I've heard coming from people for so many years is just judgment they don't even realize they're judging you know just fascinating because <laughs> it's, it's like one of the core principles of christianity is to not judge yeah yeah and then they'll tell you i'm not judging you mm-hmm. oh okay <laughs> it <laughs> felt like judgment sure, sure, yeah sure, sure okay but you know maybe you have a different definition than i do but how long ago did you do this uh april of last year Okay, so it's yeah, been a- and I did. It was one of those things. Like I said, I didn't plan it. I, I would never in a million years know to do this. Yeah, and right now I think isn't it illegal? Don't you have to like yeah. legally go to like Brazil well, or something to do it? In, unless you're in California, <laughs> or or, or yeah. you meet a guy on the Outer Banks. Yeah, or yeah, Oregon. yeah. Unless yeah, you meet but the people, the, the people, yeah, the people that are going and um and getting healed, like the soldiers, and they're going to Mexico. Uh, I think Canada, you know, there's some clinics in Canada. That's what I've heard is they're going like, yeah, to Mexico or but they're, the um, Himalayas or whatever. They're actually looking into, um, you know, in the United States. They're, they're, I give them praise for at least looking into what's going on with this stuff and how it could help people. That's the thing. How do you, how do you like look into it <laughs> without like doing it? The issue is, the base issue is, the stuff's not that hard to get oh no look that and that means get that it in 10 minutes that means that the big pharma <laughs> is never going to go for it because oh, no, they'll they fight can't it. they can't make money off of it it's too easy to yeah to get people can extract it out of a plant if yeah they're savvy enough yeah yeah, you can order this stuff online. All this, like, can't you? Can't you order? I, I swear you can order, like, whatever plant bark it comes out of, and you can buy mm-hmm. all this stuff you need to extract it, mm-hmm. which I don't recommend doing, but it's too easy that, you know, you don't need to make 7 million different fancy trademarked chemicals and put them into this clean process and sterilize everything and make this thing, and then you can charge just out the butt for Valium or whatever yeah. they make, you know, that... Yeah. It's not the same. They can't. They can't charge enough for it, so they're never going to go for it. So they're always going to put people in power that will vote against it. Yeah, I think that <clears throat> the future in all of this is really going to lie in the mushrooms, because it's really more. It's more practical because yeah. you can microdose mushrooms. Yeah. This stuff, the, the bufo, is you know. I think that's a. <laughs> that's the Mount Everest. <laughs> I, I, I don't know. You know, if that's not for everybody. 
I mean, it just isn't. But people that just want to get rid of depression or anxiety or maybe fix some baggage they had in their life, they can do that with with mushrooms easy. Plus, you get really cool visuals. <laughs> <laughs> you know, That's I mean, if I you're going to go through hell. I mean, let's go in there sliding in there, ass backwards with some, with some, you know, with some color. Show me a movie. I don't care if I'm starring in it. It's some stuff. I mean, lighting a fire in the woods when I was little. I want to get shot out of a gun. Yeah, and do it. Everybody talks about that. The the cannon, the the breaking through cannon. Everybody talks about it. It. That's really the best way to describe it because it's. It goes from zero to oh shit and boom. I mean, you're just bloom. Like, you can't even imagine warp speed. So you almost don't even have time to panic if you want it to. Oh, God, no, because you can't stop it. That's insane. Yeah. Yeah, it's... it's um. I was trying to explain it to somebody else about, the you know, that white light. Yeah. Being immersed in it. So it, if you were standing on that same beach down there at Port, you know, Portsmouth, there's nothing around. It's flat. Let's call it a kind of a gray day, overcast. And then all of a sudden, I took everything away. Clouds, everything. No, nothing for you to reference. You ain't even there. But your feeling of you is there. Now, how would that make you feel? Because <laughs> that's infinity, brother. Is that what? <laughs> yeah. That's kind of what being in that. It's like being in the. Imagine being in the middle. Of, you know how they, you see videos of people like in the deep ocean. And it's just this dreamy, wavy. That's almost kind of how it is. It's like being in a deep ass ocean, but you are the ocean. You're not a fish in it. You are the ocean. You're just pure consciousness. And then that's how, that's why it feels so, you know, like you're the biggest thing in the world, even though you're the littlest thing in the world. Yeah. You know, it's, it's hard to comprehend. Comprehend. Yeah, my brain's like pulling up like movie scenes. <laughs> Inception. Yeah, or the interstellar the interstellar scene where he goes into the black hole. Oh yeah. And there's nothing that he's just floating in nothingness. Uh-huh. And then he gets shot down into this like parallelogram or whatever it is. Yeah, I, I that's kinda how it you know, it's almost like you're just sleeping through it. But, you know, almost like you're under anesthesia, but you're conscious aware at the same time. But something's keeping you upright. Like, you're not falling. You're not not just coming unconscious. No, because there's nothing to reference like falling. You feel like you're in a tunnel, kind of. Yeah. And some people, I think, sense that more than others. I, you know, but you, like, when you're in that light, you'll see see fractals in it. It's, it's almost like being in a bubble. You ever poured like like gasoline in water and you see that yeah. rainbow? It's uh-huh. that iridescent look yeah. around you. That's Whoa. part of this light and they're little fractals. You know, white fractals in the white light. It's just, it's bizarre. It's really weird. It's that funny. something it's can funny. take you're, you to that. You're in that and then your your human body is just like. <laughs> this yeah. Is, yeah. Just giggling just on, on the, the beach. beach. <laughs> well, <laughs> <laughs> it's the Beavis and Butthead. Shaman's just yeah. watching you. Yeah. Yeah. For my bunk hole. Yeah. <laughs> he just got shot out of the cannon. Yeah. <laughs> 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 yeah. Good stuff. Good stuff. That is fascinating. That's a 
10 out of 10 story too by the way yeah well it's not uh, often that you get a redneck to tell a story like this <laughs> yeah you that's know, gonna be that the, is funny that's gonna be the clip redneck Red, takes dmt redneck <laughs> t- well mike tyson tyson he, yeah. ate, he ate a man's ear Huh? So he got me. I said sorry. Yeah, I said sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I said sorry. I didn't mean to eat his ear. I tell you what, Tyson is savage yeah, with his psychedelics. Crazy. Yeah. I saw him doing an interview, and he was talking about five. M- he he did the toad. He licked the toad. He licked the toad, and <clears throat> one of his handlers or whatever is in there with him. He has a bag, a little sandwich bag. Tyson pulls out like five grams of penis envy mushrooms which is like the cadillac of mushrooms so i'm told and eats them just like he don't even he's not even washing them down he's just <laughs> he's savage just eating these mushrooms this is on espn and these guys are just like oh my god just make sure we don't run out of tape because this is getting ready to get fabulous Penis here envy that's Why they like name the, it that i don't know i've never done envy so that's the like that's the Rolls Royce of mushrooms. Yeah, the ones I did grow out of cow shit. <laughs> you had that's to go the, out at that's night. That's the ones I hear about and pluck them. Yeah, but because they grew in cow shit, they can it can make you sick on your stomach. Get E. coli or something. Well, if you wash them, you know, yeah. And I, I can't remember if we boil. I don't remember mm-hmm. processing them. I just remember eating them. I found a I bunch did. of mushrooms one time. Thought they were that. I like looked them up. They were just poisonous. Yeah. So, so I'd, probably good that you. I didn't. Yeah. I don't know what I would have done with them. I don't know if I would have eaten them or not if they were, but they weren't. They were called white cap mushrooms and they're poisonous. Yeah. They'll, they'll mess you up. Yeah. They're not good for your body. <clears throat> I don't think they're not psychoactive at all. Because the scary thing is some of the dangerous ones are also psychoactive. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. you're dying and but tripping you're going to have a hell of a trip. That's what I'm yeah. talking about. I mean, if you're going to die. Enjoy it. Go out sideways. You know, don't go in. Don't go in straight. Don't go out sideways. Yeah, you want to slide in with the ass coming in. That's so funny. Lick the toad. Lick the toad. You know, there was some, uh, I remember, it's probably been at least 20 years ago, but I remember this story vividly on the news about two kids in Cary, high school kids, which Cary, this is, it explains a lot of shit. So the five O is strolling through the neighborhood, and these kids were not in school. He sees them falling down on the sidewalk, delirious. Pulls them over, and they're like, you know, okay, kid. You know, they did the normal teenager thing. We're not drunk. You know, okay, what are you? Because you're not. You're not. You know, right? You're not right. So they finally fessed up that they had got some of these toad like it wasn't this toad i don't think just some toad that you could lick they heard you could lick it <laughs> so these dipshits lick these toads and you can imagine having to explain this shit to your uh, dad. i licked that little frog. why am i here why am i in the police office about a, you eating a frog <laughs> And you, you know, it's, their dads are like, "Where did I screw up?" <laughs> you know, where yeah. I didn't throw ball with him enough, or you know, why is it my son licking a frog? <laughs> I'll give you a Budweiser. <laughs> Hell, if you want it bad enough, I would score a joint for yeah. you. Just don't eat, it. don't lick frogs. <laughs> you know, 
I don't think that's how you're intent, supposed to do it. I think they were just thinking efficiency at that point. Yeah, they were going right to the right to the source. Yeah, just lick it, dude. Mm-hmm. I mean, scrape his back with a spoon. And Get lick that. It. They got frogs in their gums. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Eat his booger out of his nose. They're probably frogs. psychedelic too. They're doing lines of frog slime. Mm. Sniffing on the frog so hard. Yeah. Oh my god. So Whoa. they were just poisoned? <laughs> they were just standing there poisoned from the frog? <laughs> I think they got real dizzy and nauseous. And so they didn't get any good benefits out of it just other than the, it was on the news. So now you're known so as being funny. an idiot. You know? Oh my god, that is hilarious. Frog liquor. Yeah. And you know, the high school reunions are going to be good for those boys. Yeah, here they are. <laughs> the yeah, frog licker. Yeah. Lick any frogs? Yeah. How many frogs have you licked since high school? <laughs> yeah. I did your mother, though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's the, and probably the, the kid ended up going to Duke. Yeah. <laughs> got a medical degree. You know. Yeah. He's got his law degree from Harvard for side money. <laughs> Claim to fame is licking a toad. Unfreaking believable. I guess we got to find a shaman. Or just some toads. Yeah. Yeah, we could just go yeah. collect a couple toads. Start breeding. But aren't they, they don't, they're not here, right? Those, nah, those nah. toads. There's one in the, the Sonoran Desert is the Bufo. And there's one called a Colorado River Toad that's the same, very similar, this exact same chemical, you know, so you could get it from either one of those two frogs. Now, the ones that come from plant, you know, the 5-MeO from plants, I don't know how that's acquired, but um, I've only heard of the frog and then the the, frog. the synthetic. It's so funny. It comes from frogs. It's crazy, like, magic mushrooms, you can buy the spores online because the and spores legal. are legal. Yeah. And it's illegal to grow it, but you can buy the spores and you can buy all the growing stuff you need to grow yeah. and it's, like, not complicated. No. So and you can get penis envy. Yeah, you can. <laughs> yeah, you we can. We gotta do the penis this envy. Man says I'm going for the ape. The A P E. I think that's what it. What they call them in ape. my trunk. Yeah, they call it albino penis envy. <laughs> ape. That's the, that's the uh, the Bugatti of the mushroom world. Oh my god. Well, that was fantastic. I think that's a good spot to wrap it up. I think it is. I got to pee real bad, <laughs> and I don't feel like taking a break. <laughs> There's some goofy stuff went on with the video there in the middle, but I think I kind of recovered most of it. So good, good, it's going to be a couple different angles. There'll be a little bit of gaps, but that's fine. Um, you know what we look like. That's true, yeah. 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 What an enjoyable experience. I know, and well... This is my you first got a, podcast. You got a lot more stories. Virgin. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah, we're gonna have you to get you back stories, on. So here. we'll get you back on. Dude, I, I could do a hundred stories just on driving that tractor at the state fair. <laughs> <laughs> and just like that, I'm, I mean, I've got like, I could do a Harry, Harry Potter series on. Do a do a cliffhanger for for them. Yeah, give them a cliffhanger for, for your for your next episode. On the just give them like a little tidbit. For uh, like something to get them interested, but don't tell them any real juice, okay. no meat, and then on your in your next episode we'll go right into we're it. We're gonna do we're gonna do tram stories. Tram at the fair. I I helped a guy on the side that I'd known for years. So he had these trams inside the state fair. We pulled these little 
you know, things that people buy tickets, sit on it, and I drive a tractor through <laughs> all these idiots. And you want to talk about like Jedi shit? You have to have Jedi skills to do this <laughs> and not kill people. But you have to have a little Sith in you too. When they really do something stupid, you go Sith. <laughs> And that'll do it for today's episode. <laughs> Thank you so much for uh, watching and listening, and we'll catch you next week. Catch you in a week. Appreciate it, guys. <laughs>